Hello, hello, it's Chandra, and welcome back to Sunshine on a Dime, the travel podcast bringing you resources, tips, and stories from my travel experiences to help make your travel dreams a reality. All right, so today I am joined with Dan and Kiara, or better known on social media as Dan and Kiara, and they met in London in 2021 and started dating that year. After a period of long distance, they decided to quit their jobs, pack their bags, and go on an adventure around Asia together. Fast forward to today, they've been living in Bali for the past four months, working on their own hustles and working out what's next. All right. Welcome, welcome. It's kind of funny trying to work out, you know, different time differences just because usually it's like, ah, you know, three hours here, three hours there. But like with Bali, we're really on different days. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's about eight hours ahead. So, yeah, thank you so much for having us and making it work. Yeah, totally. We're kind of on bookends of, you know, end of my day, beginning of your day. But it's happy we're making it work. And yeah, also congratulations on, I just saw on Instagram, on two years. Um, so exciting for you both. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a great milestone. And yeah, it's great to celebrate it somewhere like, like Bali and not in, because last year we were actually apart for our mm. first year anniversary. So it was really nice to be, to be together for this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that makes it that much more special. Yeah, for sure. It was really, it's really lovely. And we were kind of saying like last year, we had a bit of a teary phone call, I think. And I was like, oh, how different it is this year to actually be together on the other side of the world. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the dream as a traveler, or at least maybe for me at least, is to, you know, meet someone, another traveler, or just like someone, you know, that you can kind of share, you know, they they get it. And I feel like I've also kind of started to realize, you know, it would be this, you know, it's this awesome realization of like, you know, oh, I'm dating a traveler, but it's also this kind of like, oh shit moment of like, wait, damn, I'm dating a traveler. Um, because it seems kind of like the relationship of travelers is a lot of long distance, or at least it can be. Or I don't know, it can also be a lot of short distance in faraway places. Like I know, you know, both of you have done that now in your two years of being together. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I'm excited to sit down with you both today and kind of unpack a little bit more of, you know, what is it like to date a traveler? And specifically in the context of, you know, what's that experience of when one stays home and one goes? So I'm excited yeah. to dive in. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. let's, 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 do it. let's do it. Cool. So yeah, long distance. I don't know. It's tough. I know a little from my own experience, and I've heard many, many tales, especially, you know, within the traveling community. Long distance love kind of just seems baked into the story. But here I am sitting down with both of you, a success story of long distance and now in Bali. Um, I'd love if you could just kind of give us a little bit of background of your story. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dive in. So the long distance came about because we so we met in London um but I'd always had this before we met I'd always had this dream to go and teach English abroad and uh, because of COVID it just got delayed and delayed um but eventually the opportunity opportunity came up to go to Japan and ever since we started going out it was always something that you know Kiara knew that I wanted to do yeah and at the start it was like oh can we can we do this because we know there's this impending 
like long distance in our relationship that's going to happen yeah. at some point and it was yeah it was really it was really stressful I think as well at the start you were meant to be going like three months after we started kind of dating and a lots of lots of my friends and my family were kind of saying to me you know I, I don't think you should get involved in this because you're just going to get your heart broken basically um so it, you know we, we very nearly didn't even give it a go at the thought of having to having to do long distance of any kind yeah there was actually a there's a running joke that when Kiara's friends would ask her how it was going the running joke was crying at terminal five yeah you know, he, he threw the main airport in london <laughs> to terminal five yeah. um so but funny how the universe kind of works out so i was due to go in march of 2022 and there was another covid variant which delayed it even further which looking back was actually a really good thing so it delayed it until mm -hmm. october of 2022 which yeah. gave us the time to you know build our relationship build some stronger foundations before i left yeah yeah i mean i don't know yeah we're hearing from a lot of you know kira's family her friends but i don't know when like kira you meet this guy and it's like okay wow dream boy dan or maybe it was like that maybe it wasn't <laughs> but then you hear <laughs> you hear he's leaving like what is going on through your head at that point especially now as like the date's growing closer and now it's being moved out what's that like yeah i think i mean i was super apprehensive right from the get-go um I think as soon as it started to feel more than just like, like you know something a little bit fun and silly to something a little bit more serious um I was terrified because that feeling when you are falling for someone and you've got the conflicting kind of pressures from both your own mind and also other people telling you it's not a good idea it kind of almost makes you want it more because you're you're being stopped. Yeah, I guess in like Dan as someone who's you're the one who's leaving and you know obviously you're about you know you're about to embark on such an incredible journey but also leaving behind a lot of things at home. What was that kind of like for you in the build up for you know when it happened? Yeah, that's a good question. It was it was really tough because I remember it was a decision that was just going round and round and round and round in my head because on one hand, I knew I wanted to do this experience and push myself and have this adventure. But I knew the risk or potentially like losing that relationship and leaving that behind. So like the amount of pros and cons list like I wrote was probably like into the hundreds. Um, but I remember like, yeah, being quite confused in my brain, just spinning and spinning and spinning. And I think, you know, eventually I think it got me a little bit down because I was like, oh, I, I, like, you know, should I am I doing the wrong thing? Should I stay? Like, am, am I doing something really silly and I'm throwing away this potentially amazing relationship? Um, but in the end, I was like, no, like I need to stick to my values and this is what I've got to do. Um, so it's, yeah, that's how, how it happened. Wow. That is, I mean, it's, that's a crazy hard decision for the one leaving and the one staying. Um, and then obviously, you know, it happened and you left um and yeah. yeah i don't know i feel like when you're with a person and you know either in like the same college or in the same city or in the same house like communication feels more emphasized on the the verbal you know you're talking about you take lots of walks there's a lot of verbal communication you know hashing out of things 
more or less there's yeah. a schedule and a lifestyle here and then all of a sudden kind of like a blink of an eye you're not in the same city house college whatever how did you kind of think about preparing for something like that and how did you start kind of trial and error the communication aspect of it yeah i think i am <clears throat> more of a kind of ad hoc girl and i'm definitely more of a texter so i think i would be the one that would be very up for like oh you know I'll call you in 10 minutes because I've just finished eating my dinner and let's have a quick chat um but I think Dan is far more on the let's schedule and have a timetable of when we're going to talk to each other because it's a time difference and you're working and blah 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 to make sure that we get those calls in and that you know we, we don't let circumstances like in our personal life get in the way of calling each other um so I think that was a bit of a conflict that we had to resolve quite early on yeah we had to kind of in the end we met in the middle and we would have like scheduled calls on a sunday because that was a good good quiet day then ad hoc calls of the week i think voice notes were a big yeah. big savior as well hmm. um because the time difference was nine hours so i'd wake up with lots of lots of voice notes um yeah. just like talking you know what happened in a day and all those kind of things yeah um so because sometimes on text message there's a risk that you don't know how that message is being conveyed yeah. because you can't hear the emotion behind it so a voice note is so much better because you can hear what's being meant by those words yeah dang yeah when when someone's mad they're really gonna put it through on the voice memo instead of you know sending the, <laughs> the passive aggressive texts maybe it doesn't go yeah, through as well exactly <laughs> exactly exactly definitely easy to misconstrue it dang and so i guess in terms of communication and you both kind of had different communication styles and the timing is tough how did you remain closer did you like what was kind of the style there of obviously realizing okay wait we can't possibly remain as close as we are when we're physically in the same place how did you kind of yeah. deal with that i think I think there was a period of like a little bit of reality that sunk in. Um, I I think I threw myself into work a lot to kind of distract myself from stuff that was going on. Um, and I think one, one huge pillar of my life had gone. So I decided to compensate by using my other pillar of work, which in hindsight was really silly because it meant that I... I think I almost tried to kind of shut them out a bit um, and just just was like, I don't have time to talk to you right now. I'm at work. I can't talk to you. I'm at work. I'm sorry. I'm working. And most of my messages would be about how stressed I was, how sad I was, how, like, you know, how I wasn't sleeping because I was stressed about work. And actually that started to then create kind of, tension between us mm -hmm. yeah yeah it did did i remember because i was like so excited to be moving to this new place but actually the reality of it was i was in a small fishing village in the middle of nowhere in japan so i was a bit like whoa like i've gone from london to this tiny place in this really different culture and so i think for the first that first month I was actually look, looking for, I kind of needed lots of support actually. I mean, it was me who made the decision to go, 
but actually that that settling in phase on the ground was really really tough um but then that's a difficult conversation because it's like okay well it was your decision to go so you kind of got to deal with what it's like on the ground um but yeah i do remember you were like very busy with work and i think because you were throwing yourself into it which for then for me sometimes i didn't i needed like lots of support to get me through that settling in phase but it was you know it wasn't possible to always get that support yeah so i guess you're you were both at like a time when you needed support for different reasons how did you kind of go about asking or even trying to support each other if honestly it was really like hard or maybe seemed impossible to ask or to give that support and then like with like obviously the inevitable arguments how did you go about like solving and listening and trying to resolve kind of a, a snowball almost maybe of of problems that started yeah, coming up I think we <laughs> I think arguments always started for us over text um so like I have a vivid memory of running to a spin class in London before work it was like 7am it was pouring with rain I'm really painting the English picture right now um and Dan was messaging me because it was his like bedtime and it was my morning it must have been about 7 30 in the morning and he was messaging me like okay you know can we chat I'm feeling a bit low like I'm a It'd be great to chat to you this morning and I was like I'm rushing on the tube I'm like I've got a really stressful work day I've got this class coach that I can't miss I was like no I'm sorry that I don't have time to talk to you like I'm really stressed right now and then I put my phone in the locker and I went into the spin class for an hour when I came out of the spin class I obviously had to like get showered and rush to the tube to get back to the office and Dan was still awake and was messaging me like, oh, I'm like, I'm really sorry about, about that, but like, I'm feeling really anxious. Please, can I have a call? And I think my patients had like gone, wrongly had gone because I was stressed and I was taking it out on him. Um, and straight away I was like, look, like I, you know, I, I can't, I can't support you. You made this decision. And right now, like I don't have the capacity to support you. I'm struggling too. Um, and that kind of ended up in a bit of a snowball. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like therapy. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're um, really let's lay it all out. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Funny. Yeah, no, I mean we're super. Always trying to be super open and honest, and yeah. to, to help others in similar situations. So, um, but yeah, it did. It did, it did snowball, and I was like, oh, like, oh god, I made lots of like you know voice notes back and forth. Yeah. But I think we just like you said, like you know, looking back, just communicating how we needed to support each other would have been would have been the solution i think just because it was such an unusual unusual situation i think the main learning is phone calls right yeah the main learning is, is phone calls and mm. and i used to like I, I just became it would stop me enjoying that present moment because i was always checking my phone or like have i got what's that message have i and that constant checking and overthinking can is not not good for your brain either so yeah just having that like it's better to have half an hour or an hour of really good quality time on the phone and speaking and hearing each other's voice yeah. rather than, you know, three or four hours of back and forth texting throughout the day. 
you know, looking back, I'd much rather just remove all the texting and just yeah. and just have calls. Yeah. Um, to the point where, like, on WhatsApp, you can see, like, you know, last scene or, like, the blue ticks. And then if I'm, yeah. you know, I would picture it, like, in a in an old flat in this fishing village in Japan and it's raining outside and it's dark and then I'm, like, sending these messages and then, but, and, like, you, they're read and not replied. I'm thinking, like, I need these replies to what's going on, but actually Kiara in London is rushing to a spin class and is rushing to work and she's just seen it and be like, oh God, oh, you know, I forgot to reply, oh dear. Like, but it's so easy to misconstrue yeah. um, and for, and not put yourself in someone else's shoes. So calls just avoid, avoid that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like obviously it's easier said than done with the crazy time difference, but that makes a lot of sense. And like, Dan, you mentioned something just now about like, trying to remain like present in you know your current life and thinking mm. about you know what's going on back home especially with Kiara and I don't know I feel like in my own experiences with long distance for me it really felt like this like idea of like okay we're running a 5k or like maybe it's even like a 10k and like you know we're running a race and that finish line it's looking like so good if we can just get there and you know you guys were apart for months and obviously like experiencing life in very different ways and obviously there was a reason for the long distance but how did you try or you know stay present in the current life that both of you were living while missing and wanting to maintain a level of closeness that obviously just wasn't going to be the same Mm, I remember it was a it's a really hard balance to strike because I would go into I go to school in the morning I had this lap, go onto my laptop, look at the calendar. And like, I think with the first two or three weeks of being there, like but almost a ritual, I would just count down the days until I was seeing Kiara again. And then I kind of had to check in and be like, hang on, you're just gonna like, you're just wasting away your days by counting down and remember the reason that you're here and to enjoy yourself and do these things. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, you know, you can stay as present as you possibly can, but you're still going to in some way be like thinking about the next time that you see that person. Were there any times during the trip that or during the time of long distance that, you know, Dan, like you came home for a bit or Carrie, you took a trip to Japan? Um, And yeah, what was that like? Was that like, you know, the fairy tale reunion and all that? Or what was what was that experience like? I think that was probably the biggest learning for us up this whole experience was going back to what we said about counting down and like you know it's gonna be okay he's coming to visit for christmas it's gonna be amazing and you you build up you build up you build up in your head and i was think pinning a lot of my happiness on that trip it was we had a great time but you know in all honesty it didn't live up to his fairy tale expectations and at the time, I was like, "Oh, what's what's but that what you know what's what's wrong? Why has that happened?" But looking back, like that's it's actually an incredibly normal and common thing that that happens in long distance relationships as you build up so much in your head. But actually, the reality of it was was that you know I was, um, you know, on the other side of the world, and I was trying to settle into Japan and getting used to the culture and, and struggling a little bit. And Kiara was burnt out from work, so it was exhausted. So you know, we both saw each other and it was amazing, but we weren't on top form ourselves. Um, and we built up this expectation, but actually um, it was an unrealistic expectation. Yeah. Like a fairy tale moving from a, 
you know, from a film. I think as well, there were lots of things at play, as you kind of just alluded to, like potentially, as you said, you're expecting kind of, we're expecting normal Dan and normal Chiara to be bounding around the room and wanting to do all this stuff. But like there were days when I first got to Japan that I literally did not want to get out of bed because I was so exhausted. And I think that put this kind of really weird strain on our relationship mm-hmm. all the way across the other side of the world but neither of us communicated it because I I was feeling bad and feeling like I should be here making things better but I can't and I'm tired and Dan was like why is she being like this and like why is this not what I expected it to be and you know do I even want this anymore um so that was that was tough yeah yeah I don't know I feel like it seems kind of like a crazy mind trip of like going through your own things, trying to maintain a relationship. Was there, like you just said, were there moments where you were like, is this worth it? Are we are we doing the right thing here? Um, or was the whole time you were like, yes, we're pushing through. We know this is going to be worth it. Yeah, I think it was a bit of both. I think I was an angel and a devil at times um, on both of our shoulders. I think I was like... I was kind of struggling with burnout. So I think I mentally wasn't really aware of a lot of the things that I was or wasn't doing, which left Dan in a bit of a position where he was trying to understand, you know, is this Chiara or is this Chiara who's not that well right now? Yeah, because I think for me, like you said, I was like, hang on, is that Chiara? Like, I I didn't get the normal Chiara when you came out for the reasons we just talked about, but because we've been long distance since October, it kind of, I didn't really have like a foundation. It sounds a bit silly, but like remembering who the real Kiara is, because the last time I'd experienced that was October. And then that like, two months had passed and then Kiara came out to visit. And I was like, hang on, what's, what's gone on here? Can, we're building up to this traveling experience, but what Kiara am I, I going to get? I didn't, re- I didn't, I was a bit quite, I was really confused. Um, and as I can't, you know, those questions like, can I, can I do this for another, you know, two months of two and a half months of long distance where we go traveling together? Can I, can I do it? Um, is it, is it worth it? Like for sure, those questions go through your head. And I think, you know, in relationships, people might say, oh, you know, we, we've never had those moments or, but people do, and it's really normal. Yeah. And I think at the time I was like beating myself up, like, well, am I thinking like this, blah, 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 but. You know, it's part of the journey, but you just you just don't you don't hear about it really amongst couples. I think the hard the hardest thing about that moment, sure, was that we weren't physically in the same room mm. together. <clears throat> because having that kind of conversation, where we're on Facetime and Dan is saying to me, like I'm having doubts about us, and I'm sat, you know, on my own in an apartment, like that's really tough, and even if like we did you kind of you, it took a few hours or whatever but we talked it through we worked it out kind of came out the other side saying yeah we, we want to go for this all that sadness and anxiety and panic you would normally be in the same room and you can like hug it out and you can kind of yeah. soothe each other but when you're apart like I remember coming getting off the FaceTime and just sobbing because there, there was like, I had no, I had nothing, no one to comfort me. I had no 
way of kind of getting rid of those emotions that were still there. Um, so that for sure is the hardest part, I think, about being on distance and having any kind of difficult conversation or argument together. Yeah. And I'm going to ask this, even though now you're both sitting all cozy, sharing a pair of headphones in Bali. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Was it worth it? 100%. Although you paused it, I was like, God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hope so. Yeah, we were actually... Yeah, we were because I guess it was our two year anniversary on Tuesday. We were just reflecting, and I think we're now the closest that we've ever been yeah. through this traveling experience. Yeah. I know, like you made it like a, a nice TikTok video and these yeah. bits and bobs. Um, but yeah, it's again probably a bit bit cheesy, but I think now we're the most in love that we've ever been mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because that journey full of ups and downs. You you do come out stronger for it. Yeah. And I mean, you kept talking a little bit about, you know, you were planning this traveling or something as you were going with the long distance. Can you say a little bit more about, you know, what that like what was happening then? Like, had you planned the traveling before? Was this something you realized you had to do after Dan left? Yeah, before we left, we we talked about it because we, we agreed that we needed some kind of certainty to look forward to. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I really appreciate what you guys are like saying right now and explaining just because I feel like, especially with a lot of content creators and you see a lot of travelers who are together and it's like this fairy tale of like, wow, they're traveling together and they're so in love and it's always been beautiful and it's always been amazing. And I guess when people start doing it for themselves, they're like, wait, is this not right? Because this sucks (laughs) Um, at times. And so it's really refreshing to hear that it's not always awesome. It's definitely not always awesome. Yeah, I think I like, and we're keen to share that message because it's it's a dangerous narrative like seeing all of these fairy tale stories and you set these crazy expectations yeah. and it can end up ruining relationships because you're like yeah. hang on i'm not you know in this fairy tale influencery vibe like i'm having this low day like it's mm-hmm. you start questioning is this relationship right but but that's great yeah. that's wild that's great like yes it's right yeah just relax like it's normal <laughs> yeah for sure i think also, as we've been on these travels, like we've had moments of doubt, mm. we've had moments of arguing, we've had moments of sadness, and like as as we've said before, like you come out stronger for it because it's normally just a conversation that you need to have. But if you start panicking at every moment of doubt or every moment of like sadness, whatever it might be, then then it's going to end in in tears. Yeah, sounds sounds about right. I mean, <laughs> do you both have any, I guess, advice before we finish up? Do you have any advice for any of the, the long distance travelers out there, or the, the couples who are planning trips um, away from their partners? I think it's not really advice, but it's, for me, it's just, be really kind to yourself yeah. because it's it's not easy. Like long distance is not easy. So, you know, don't beat yourself up when you're having those low days or, you know, inevitably there are going to be some, some tough moments, but you will get through it and it will be okay. Um, 
and also be kind to yourself when you go traveling with a partner because it's a new situation you haven't been in together before so it might take you four or five weeks to settle into the groove and get used to it and that's okay it's not going to be it might not be oh my god like we're fully in the swing and this is amazing from week one like it's a life change you're going traveling so yeah just being really really kind to yourself i think also if you are well, both the one that's going away and the one that stayed at home set yourself some small personal goals that you want to achieve in the time that you're apart because that can give you a purpose and helps you to flip flip that narrative of this is a great time for me to develop myself without this person and i i can attend to my own needs fully without needing to attend to that person right now because they're not here so it's almost giving you back that time it's like an opportunity for you to use that time in a positive way yeah i think that's a really good one really good one awesome well and, and yeah no long whatsapp texting conversations yeah that's okay. voice, notes and, voice <laughs> notes and calls only Texting yeah, eliminate the texts. No more. Eliminate. <laughs> okay. Sure. And the and the double the double what's the the two um blue checks is like it's a no go. <laughs> yeah. That's a big the no worst. Go. Yeah, that. <laughs> Definitely do that. Yeah, I actually I nearly printed out some blue double texts <laughs> and got my bow and arrow and started to like it. So funny. Um all right. Yeah. What's next for both of you as you're, I don't know how much longer you're planning on staying in beautiful Bali or if you're heading somewhere next um, or back to, to London. Yeah, we've got a few weeks in Bali and then the plan is to go up to Hong Kong to see Kiara's dad and then head home to London for Christmas. Nice. Um, and then, and then go from there. I think we're a little bit apprehensive about going back to the darkness and cold weather of the UK um, yeah, from fair. having sunshine every day well, that's amazing well thank you both so much for coming on the podcast and hopefully we didn't dredge up too much long distance agony but <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. no it's good it's good yeah it's good communication is, is key exactly so. back to our first point communication um yeah communication <laughs> yeah but honestly i'm i don't know i'm sure you're both appreciating each other that much more as you said now that you're back together and able to like commemorate your two years actually this time in person in bali and yeah for anyone listening i'll be linking dan and kira's socials and whatnots in the bio so make sure to go check them out and open up your phone right now so you can turn on those notifications so you don't miss anything else that's coming and until next time 